This is a National Arts Center podcast. Find more great NAC podcasts on the performing arts at nacpodcast.ca or search on National Arts Center on iTunes and subscribe for free. Welcome to this episode of the National Arts Centre NACOcast series. My name is Sean Rice and I am the second clarinetist with the National Arts Centre Orchestra. As some of you may or may not know, the NEC Orchestra operates an orchestral apprenticeship program each year where talented young string players can audition to be part of the orchestra for several weeks of our season. This special initiative, known as the NEC Institute for Orchestral Studies, is now in its 11th year and was originally founded by the NEC with conductor emeritus Pincus Zuckerman. Five musicians total, two violins, one viola, one cello, and one double bass are selected from the applicants, and they spend a portion of our season rehearsing and performing with us. In addition to the professional experience of an orchestra lifestyle, the musicians receive individual and chamber music coachings from members of the orchestra. While they are in residence with the NAC Orchestra, the talented musicians are also offered the opportunity of a mock audition, where they prepare and perform orchestra excerpts and receive feedback from NAC musicians on the experience. This year, our Institute for Orchestral Studies musicians include violinists Gabrielle Bouchard and Alexander Volkov, violist Alisa Klebanov, cellist Grace Summer, and double bassist Talia Hatcher. And they have been kind enough to join us today to talk about their young careers and the experience of working with the NEC Orchestra. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Hi, thanks for having us. <laughs> so you've been here how many weeks now? This is the start of our fourth, fourth week. Year. Fourth week. week yeah. yeah, it's the third orchestra week. Okay, and you were here for the first week of re- just rehearsals, right? Yes. Yeah. How's that experience been going so far? Pretty intense, I would say. So much rep at the same time, mm-hmm. like, very close together. The amount of rep that we did in that first week is like usually the amount of rep I do at my university orchestra during the whole year. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that must be an exciting experience then. Yeah. I remember when I was in school, we, it was the same thing. Maybe you have three programs a semester if you were lucky at a big school, but doing a pro- new program every week, and in some cases with the way we rehearsed at the beginning of the season, I think we covered about eight programs in one week, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys come from all over, right? We have Canadians, and are you all Canadian? No, I'm American. You're American. Where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, and you're, this is Grace Summer talking, the cellist. You're from Atlanta, Georgia? Yes. Do you live there right now? Yes. Okay, and you, are you finished studies? I finished my studies two years ago. I graduated from Cleveland Institute of Music okay. in Ohio. Cool, and, and an undergrad or a master's degree? Undergrad. Cool. And Alexander Polkov, you are from? Well, I'm originally from Greece, but I have lived in Toronto for 11 years now. Okay. And uh, yeah, I graduated uh, with a bachelor's degree from Glen Gould School uh, this year. Nice. Uh, yeah. And now you're just freelancing there now and well taking yeah. additions? Well, I'm in NACO now, so yeah. I can tell myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Antalya? Yeah, I studied at the Conservatory of Music of Montreal mm-hmm. for my bachelor's, and now I'm starting uh, here in Ottawa with Joel for uh, my master's. All right, you study at University of Ottawa this year. Yes. Yeah, yes. studying with our principal bassist, Joel Corrington. Yes. And Gabrielle? I've been studying at McGill for the past, it's my fifth year, I think. Okay. McGill, so I did my bachelor, and now I'm doing like my master's degree. Your master's degree? Yeah. Good. Nalisa? I am right now in my third year of undergrad at University of Ottawa, Mm -hmm. and I've lived in Ottawa uh, pretty much my whole life, but I'm originally from Russia. Okay, cool. Very cool. 
And you're you actually you've you've done the crossover. You're also a violinist, right? Yeah, you're I'm, I'm, a viol- I'm a violin major. Yeah, and I'm doing a viola minor, and I study with two different teachers. Okay, and I have viola lessons every two weeks and violin lessons every week, so it's just like a. You're doing both instruments. Yeah. yeah, cool. I'm I'm a clarinetist, so I don't really understand. Is that a common thing for violinists to do the crossover to viola? <laughs> That not, really. not that much? No. Too, too, too afraid of the viola jokes? <laughs> yeah, <maybe. laughs> I'm teasing. Uh. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's very interesting. So um, you've had three concerts now with us, is that right? The two for opening week and the gala. Did you guys do the gala? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. I wasn't here for the gala. How was it? Oh, it was it good. Was it was quick. Yeah, it yeah. was really yeah. short. Yeah. What did you play on the gala? What did we play? Mm-hmm. We played uh, Dvorak New World Symphony, okay. and we played this uh, We Shall Remain piece with mm-hmm. a singer. And right, these are the pieces we've been doing on tour throughout mm-hmm. Canada this year. Very cool. So how, have you, how we'll pass it around, but how have your individual experiences been in the sections? How, how is, what has it been like to sit in the orchestra and play with us? Is it like is it like school orchestra, or is it, do you feel like you're? <laughs> no, I mean, like it's a, it, I ask that as a valid question though, because some some schools have incredible orchestras. You know, it's uh, it it depends on, on on what the section is like, and it's different each year to different schools. But what what has your experience been like sitting next to our members and, and playing with them? Well, this is actually my first time playing viol in orchestra, <laughs> and I find that it's a very like different experience. Like mm-hmm. I've never, especially sitting on that other side of the stage it's just like it's so it's so strange almost but like mm-hmm. the viola section is a very friendly like atmosphere mm-hmm. everybody's very helpful and like it's uh it's a very different approach to orchestral playing i mm-hmm. think and just how so how is it different well for example like i was i when i was a violinist well i still am a violinist but when <laughs> I, when i play violin in orchestra i never paid that much attention to the bass Mm-hmm. to the bases but when you're sitting in the viola section you have to you have to constantly listen to the bases because mm-hmm. like it's just it's for intonation purposes for mm-hmm. like rhythm for like melody like everything it's just and since uh like where i sit the bases are literally right so behind close, me yeah. so yeah. it's it's very like joel quarrington sits right behind me yeah, so it's, it's not, just not, like <laughs> not, not too bad to sit in front of him i'm sure yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of sound a, yeah so, cool yeah and what's it like been like in the violins it's been great. Like yeah. for my part, it's like the best orchestra I've played in so oh, far. Oh, nice! So it's been really great, and every th- every everybody plays so well. So I feel like it's making me playing better mm-hmm. as well. Just like Im- imitating mm-hmm. the, the like the my my stand partner. It's been really helpful. So and you guys get to sh- uh, shift around with different yeah. stand partners. Is that yes, right? Yeah. Yes. That's well, nice. That's really nice because you get yeah. to hear different players then and play with different people. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting. I find that experience really, I teach a lot. And I, one of my greatest experiences as a student was playing chamber music with my university professors. I, I love that, that chance to play with professionals when I was a student because there's something you learn like about the daily grind or like how people prepare day, uh, for like quick turnarounds for concerts that you don't necessarily learn when you're studying as a student at school. It's, it's, it's something you have to pick up, I find. And it, yeah. it's really cool to have that experience. I don't know what what how how's your experience been, man, Alexander? I mean, orchestra wise, uh, I love how we, I love how this orchestra strives for perfectionism, but at the same time, it is the most you know gentle crowd. Uh, you know, when when someone makes a joke or when someone peeps out, you know, at the wrong time. I mean, there there are no negative, uh, you know, 
no negative emotions. Mm. Yeah, it's, an, it's we're pretty friendly. I find you know, yeah, and, yeah we're a nice orchestra. We like people. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and and I like I like to sit in in orchestra rehearsals and and you know and I've been in a few festivals and it's and and everywhere is a learning experience. Mm-hmm. But this it was the most unique learning experience because there I'm in orchestra. There are no words uttered. Nobody is telling me what is right, what's wrong. It's mm-hmm. me who asks the questions very quietly. You know, be, be, between. Between breaks, uh, during breaks, and mm-hmm. whatnot, you know. But, but it's, the, I, I realize that I am so exhausted at the end because I'm trying to pay attention and seeing, you know, what is everybody doing? How mm-hmm. is everybody acting? It's not the same thing as school orchestras, right. you know. School orchestras strive, you know. You got to play well. You mm-hmm. got to play well. But here, it's it's you. You got to make the music. You, you, so you along know? those lines, did you find when you walked in, it was like people treated you immediately like a colleague? Uh, y- yes, that was that was another thing. I mean, I uh, of course we we are students here, and and I do view everybody here as a teacher, every single person in the orchestra, you know, and and I look at them, you know, I look I look at them upward, you know, as a student teacher uh, approach, but they don't approach me, you know, as yeah. teachers. They approach me as, hey, here you are. We're working, you know, we're, we're going to make yeah. music together. It's it's all on the same level. And yeah. it's just, it stuns me that it's, it's just, here you go. This is this is how things are. There are no strings attached. You know? Yeah, well, it's kind of it's kind of a nice thing about the program. Like, we, we keep it small, so there's only five of you each year. And you really are treated like a professional. It's like, we expect you to show up and practice the way we've been practicing. And we're all going to just put it together and do it every week. And that's it's it is a, for those who are listening. It is an incredibly different experience if you're still in school at a university because some orchestra programs rehearse for I don't know three to four weeks depending on the school. Some some schools rehearse for two months on an orchestra program, and to have to do it a new one every every week is is quite a, a mental change. I found when I made the switch from school to to gigging and freelancing, I was like, oh, I got to learn music faster, <laughs> just assimilate the whole process faster, be aware of the the final product by the first rehearsal, like have that sense of what the shape is going to be, things like that. Anyway, I find that interesting. <laughs> um, what's it like sitting um, sitting next to Joel Corrington, Talia? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, you, wherever you sit, you can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like everyone just blends in his sound and it just sounds like a big, mm. a big bass sound. I don't know. I remember, <laughs> I remember one year he had, we had the the fairly new principal of the Berlin Philharmonic come to study with him for some reason to learn, I think about tuning, the way he tunes his bass. Mm-hmm. And he sat in the section for about two or three weeks and they sat together and pl- we had the principal of the Berlin Phil Andrew as our bass section <laughs> for a few weeks. <laughs> I've, I've never heard such bass, so, so much bass in my life. <laughs> it was amazing. So do you get off, do you get private lessons with, with the principals? Do you, do you see Joel for private? I know you will at the University yes. of Ottawa, but as part of the IOS, do you all see the principals? For lessons, yeah. great. How's that been? Well, well, I personally, I haven't had a lesson yet with a principal, but I had a lesson with one of my stand partners, Elaine Klimasko, mm-hmm. and and I mean, it was the most ter- terrific experience because because of the reciprocation. It's here, here I come in, you know, I sit down in the very first rehearsal, and you know, it's a little bit nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know. Who's going to be listening to you? And you maybe they'll be reporting to, you know, upper management. And, oh no! And, no. You know, and, and all, all these, yeah, but all these. It's thoughts. supposed to be a fun experience, <laughs> and a learning experience. But you got here on your merit, obviously. Uh, yeah, I, and I'd like to think that. But, but at the same time, it's like now, now we have a standard to uphold in 
I was just a student and all of a sudden I'm given this, you know, silver platter and mm. NACO is on that silver platter and I have to uphold, you know, the, the, the musical standards and you know, the preparation and everything. And instantly, you know, the first thing that I felt from, from my staff partner is, you know, hey, I want to teach you. Hey, mm. I want to, you know, work with you. I want to, mm-hmm. I want you know, I want to teach you something and have have you learn something from me. I want to share stuff with you. Nice. And it's and it's just it's out of nowhere. It's like, hey, I love to teach. You know, I want to teach you. It's not you know, hi mm-hmm. Elena, I'd like a lesson. I mean, of course, I you know gobbled up everything mm-hmm. I could during the lessons, and I want more and more. Cool. You know, and it's, that is incredible. Yeah, the experience, of, at least my experience. How about you, Grace? Have you seen much of Rachel for lessons yet, or I haven't had a lesson okay. with Rachel but yet. But you will get. You will have that opportunity. I, I think. have the opportunity yeah. to set one up with her. Good. If I, yeah. Yeah. Can. She's been really helpful in rehearsals, though, and she's a really great leader. Yeah. Um, she's so nice. Yes. So it's <laughs> it's. I sit right behind her, so cool. it's really a cool experience. Yeah. Uh, um, and so uh, you were Cleveland, you said. Yes. Yeah. What was it like? I'm not sure. Are you playing in an orchestra in Atlanta right now? Well, I I freelance now that I've yeah. been out of school, and so I've played with a wide range of orchestras mm-hmm. in that region, including subbing with ASO, which has been really nice. Cool. David Kushran and I went to air training class together. Oh my god! A good dear friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, we were up to yeah. shenanigans in class. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David Kushran's the the concertmaster of the ASO, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so what's been really uh, great about this experience is I have never played in a single orchestra sitting in the same place consistently weeks at a time. Mm -hmm. So this is now the third week we've been playing with NACO and I'm sitting in the same spot Mm -hmm. and I'm learning like I can hear just about everything where I sit which is really cool Um, but having that consistency Mm -hmm. has been really helpful um, to learning my role mm-hmm. in the and section. How to be, how to be a, a, you know, it's really different. I, I never thought I'd be an orchestra player myself. And so I was preparing my career chamber music and solo-wise, but not many not many clarinet soloists have careers. So <laughs> I, I got serious one day about orchestra rep, and it's, it's a totally different way of playing. Sitting in an orchestra, I find, having the way you listen. I don't know how you guys feel, but yeah, can, can we speak to that experience? It's like, like an expanded learning? version of chamber music. Yeah. And if you think of it like that, I think it's the most fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's really given me a chance to refine those skills and also refine how I prepare for mm-hmm. a rehearsal, which um, is really important because then you can have fun right. playing music and you're not worried about all the technical things as much. So. Is this a similar experience for the rest of you? Yeah. Yeah. That the, you, are you feeling like the the experiences is, is is evolving each day? That you, when you sit down, there's not you're already aware of things that you, you did maybe weren't thinking before, but now it's just becoming second nature, and now you're just you're there. You're gonna play. Every time we finish the rehearsal, and every time I stand up, you know, my stand partner, and you know, we thank everybody, thanks everybody, and thank you for the time and. There's always somebody saying, "Oh, and I learned something," mm. and it's and it's musicians that I've worked here for four years, five, ten years, twenty years. Elaine Klamasko says, "Oh, I've learned something after how many forty something years of working." Yeah, but I you think know. we have to all the time. I don't think we stop. Right? That, that's the thing. You can't You're, stop. Yeah, you can never get bored. 
Not too not, much music. Not, not ever. <laughs> Even if you play the same music, yeah. you know, a lot, and you know, your repertoire repeats and it's bound to repeat. It's it's just there's never a dull moment in this. You know, you're always on your edge. You know, Beethoven Symphony, always on your edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times you played it. We're playing Beethoven Nine now. And for me, it's the scariest experience ever. But yeah. it's, <laughs> with that comes the biggest learning experience. You know, yeah. how do you play Beethoven professionally, properly? You know, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, it's and it's really cool to have. I mean, Alex Shelley's doing a, a version where he's following the the t- temple markings, the original temple markings that Beethoven wrote down, and also he's had so much experience working in Germany that I think he brings a really fresh. Uh, perspective to us and to work with that that kind of German philosophy on, on Beethoven symphonies. Um, I remember what I was going to ask now. So the the do you think this process, this experience, is is opening your eyes up to a possible career in orchestra if you hadn't already considered one? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> does, it, does it seem like it's it's attainable? It's approachable? Because I remember when I was a student, I was like, oh my god, auditions, auditions are so hard, and they are hard. But it's it's. Uh, after something like this, because I had a similar experience when I was in the Young Artist Program in the summer, they put us in the orchestra, and afterwards I was like, I'd like to do this. I'm wondering if that if there was a moment like that for any of you. I had that moment a very long time ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, think yeah. We, I don't think we would be here if we weren't, if we didn't want to be in orchestra. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah, good, good point. <laughs> so, <laughs> with regards I mean, to additions though, you guys do mock edition, right? Has that happened already? It's, it's about to happen. Three. It's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so who's on the now. panel? Do Elaine Colmasco. She is? Um, yeah. Oh, I have an upper hand. Joel Quarrington. <laughs> My stand partner, David T. Thompson. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alexander Shelley will be. Alexander Shelley. Oh, really? Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for those who are listening, um, I think one of the greatest things we go through as musicians is the audition process. It's, I mean, by greatest, it's also the most terrifying. It's... Uh, it's an opportunity for us to play short snippets of symf- symphonic works, ballets, operas, and try to make an impression on a committee to say, please hire me. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you been preparing for this? How many weeks have you had the, the excerpts? Well, we picked our own. They gave us oh, the opportunity to okay. pick our own. They said up to 12 excerpts. And, and they gave you a list that you could you could choose from? No, we could have whatever. Oh, I'm assuming cool. they expected like standard mm-hmm. excerpts, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah. yeah. And imagine. then they also requested uh, movement of a concerto mm-hmm. and maybe a Bach. I don't know if that was sub- if if That's that like, had to yeah, it's yeah. optional. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So are are any are any of you doing the optional? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Of course. I mean, why not go for the whole? It's a mock edition. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a free trial. <laughs> yeah. Um. What what excerpts are? Uh, let's go around the room. What excerpts are you playing, Elisa? I'm playing Brahms four fourth movement, Beethoven five second movement, Shostakovich mm-hmm. five the slow excerpt, mm-hmm. um, Roman Carnival by Berlioz, Mozart Symphony number uh, wow. number thirty five, M- Midsummer Night's Dream uh, by M- Mendelssohn. You're doing a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> Wait till you get to Alex. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, and I think uh, Mahler ten. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Gabriel. I'm doing Fourth Movement of Mozart 29, uh, Midsummer's Night Dream by mm-hmm. Mendelssohn. I'm doing some excerpts from Brahms 1 in, in the first movement mm-hmm. and also second movement. Uh, what else? 
uh, I have an exception Sibelius number five, which we're playing mm -hmm. in a few weeks. I have uh, I have more. I can't remember mm -hmm. now, but which one is the which is the one you're 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 spending the most time on? Because there's always that one, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like those five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's at least yeah. one. In other words, yeah. Maybe Midsummer Night's Dream. You know, it's that one for all of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we spend clarinetists. We like spend decades trying to perfect yeah, that one. Yeah, it's really hard. I, I think that's yeah. the hardest one for me. It is hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talia. Uh, so I'm playing uh, Bach orchestral suite, uh, Batsenri and Double and. Beethoven 9, because mm -hmm. why not? And, um, Mozart 39. Um, so since you're playing Beethoven 9, sorry to interrupt, uh, we'll yes. come back to your list. Are you doing the fourth movement? Uh, yes. Okay, so fourth. what has it been like to be in mm -hmm. rehearsal hearing how Alex Shelley wants that performed? I mean, it's so different. It's very different, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's quite and fast. It, it, it makes it hard to... I, I'm still wondering how I should play it for the mock edition, because it's we're used to playing right. it more freely, yep. but then... Um, like I, I really like how we're we're mm -hmm. playing it, but it's it's very different. Well, you're describing exactly the one thing we all worry about when we audition for different orchestras. You look at the conductor and you look at the players and you try to listen to their past recordings. And if they do things slightly differently, you're like, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's you have to yeah. have to make the choice, and and so it just it opens up the world to realize not every excerpt is supposed to be played the same way. You know, we also have to be flexible and. And in this sense, I find it interesting that you're playing the fourth movie because yeah. I know the the tempi we're taking for the fourth movement is. Is is very very exciting, and it's not very. always it's not always <laughs> performed that way in the excerpts, which mm -hmm. is very cool. Sorry, what else are you playing? Uh, Berlioz, the Symphonie Fantastique, mm -hmm. um, Shostakovich Five. Um, I'm missing some, but That's I, fine. I can't think. And so, like a bass concerto. And, okay, and so yeah. of those, which is the one for you that is, or one or two that you're you um, go. Ugh. <laughs> I mean. Shostakovich is yeah. Is, yeah. Which and symphony again? It's the fifth. Fifth, yeah, big mm. one. There's also a Brahms symphony there, and mm -hmm. I have been spending lots of time. Which Brahms? The first one. Oh yeah, yeah. And I've been. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just yeah. There's always <laughs> something in each one. You know, it's it's so hard. Sorry, Alex. In alphabetical order. Oh, you've got a list. You <laughs> pulled out the phone. I pulled out the phone. I pulled out Nako's principal second violin audition list. Mm. Actually. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, they ask for Bach, uh, two movements, concerto, Mozart concerto, standard concerto, uh, I'm playing Brahms. Um, and then uh, for excerpts, they have both first and viol uh, second violin mm -hmm. parts, and that's, that's actually kind of cool. So first violin, as far as it goes, is uh, Brahms, Symphony 4, Mendelssohn's Scherzo, and Don Juan's Strauss, the standard. Mm -hmm. But the, the second violin is the most... You know, non-standard repertoire I've mm -hmm. ever seen. Bartok concerto for orchestra, that's fine. But then we go Beethoven Symphony Five, Beethoven Symphony Eight, Beethoven Symphony Nine, Bro uh, Bruckner Nine. You know, Mozart flute concerto number one, the beginning. You know, and yeah. I understand why. Yeah, you know why that's on that's on there, and uh, you know it's interesting for second violin. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. and yeah. for, uh, Mozart Symphony of Forty One. You know mm -hmm. the beginning, the second violin. You know they have string crossings the, mm -hmm. the entire first page. You know it makes sense. Prokofiev Symphony One, more string crossing. You know, mm -hmm. and the coolest thing I've ever seen was Schoenberg. You know, Verklok, which piece? Verklok, no. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, string and players, you love that piece, right? Yeah, it's and, so and the, the, the coolest thing about it is it's the second violin part, and it's in the third movement, and that's 
the part that you don't hear in any recording. It's just non-existent. You know, it's all first violin, viola, yeah. and cello. You know, and and the second violin, it's you know, no, nobody knows about it there. And uh, I, I understand. So you're gonna why. play this entire list? I put down the entire yeah, list. Yeah, good, uh, cool. It'd be nice to play the entire. Yeah, yeah, they'll probably just pick and choose. Otherwise, you'd be there for like I mean, forty-five we're, minutes. We're there for <laughs> we're there for two rounds actually, right? So, you do two, so you all do two rounds yes. of missions? Awesome. And back to back same day. Yeah, yeah that's great. So you're actually doing like a simulated or orchestra edition. Yeah. That's really cool because it's exhausting. I mean, have have you guys done professional editions yet? Yeah, yeah Grace. Yeah. Nope. No, and you have Gabriel. Okay, yeah, it's it's exhausting, right? Yeah. I'm waiting. The waiting. The waiting is oh, the it's worst. so waiting. hard. I know. So what we're describing right now, for those who don't know, is when you show up to an edition, you're given a you draw numbers usually, and then you just wait <laughs> until your number, and they they kind of try to get usually it's like five or six people in an hour, but it always goes over. <laughs> so if you're a later number, you end up waiting hours and hours and hours and staying fresh and keeping your energy up is like the hardest thing about taking these auditions. And it's interesting. Yeah. The mental game that we have to endure is, is quite quite interesting. <laughs> Grace, what, what excerpts are you looking at? Um, Beethoven 5, mm -hmm. we have excerpts in the second and third movement. Beethoven 8, uh, Beethoven 9, <laughs> Brahms 2, Brahms 3, La Mer, uh, WC, um, Mozart 35, Einheld and Laban, mm. Tyke 4, uh, some others. That's a healthy list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Beethoven. And for you, which, which one is kind of like? Um, it depends on the day. The day? <laughs> so, yeah. Is there a couple? Um, Are there a couple, I should say? Are you doing Don Quixote by any chance? I'm not doing Don Quixote okay. or Don Juan. No, Don Juan, yeah. <laughs> I've played Don Juan, but... Yeah, those yeah. are great for cello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, besides the iOS and this orchestra stuff that you guys do, let's talk about each of you individually. Do you have other projects and or ensembles that you participate in outside of your regular lives where you live? Elisa? Uh, well, I'm a violinist in the mm -hmm. Ottawa Symphony Orchestra. Oh, right, cool. And, uh, yeah, we have five concerts every year. It's not like mm -hmm. a full year-round commitment. We usually have, uh, like, two or three concerts every semester. Mm -hmm. I refer to semester because I'm still in school. But, mm -hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's usually, like, one concert every one and a half months or something yeah. like that. It's nice. it's nice to have that while it's still in school. Yeah, it's and we do, like, really, really good programs. So Big breath. Yeah, like yeah, so that's what we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, last year we did Mahler 2, and we had... Like we, there were like a hundred and eighty something singers yeah. on stage with us. I was I was in that one with you guys. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I sometimes sub in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's great. I I love the rep the OSO plays. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. Gabrielle, I play in the orchestra in my hometown, which mm -hmm. is the Orchestre Symphonique de Saguenay-Lac-Saint-Jean. You're from Lac Saint Jean. I'm from Saguenay, actually. I was in Lac Saint Jean for the first time this summer. I really? fell in love with it. Oh, it's yeah, so it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh my God, you come yeah. from a really beautiful place. Yeah, I, I want to go back. <laughs> 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 that lake is. I came over the the hill coming down to the valley. I see the lake. I'm like, it looks like a great lake. It, I couldn't see the end of it. Yeah, it's so big. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I play there. Cool. So uh, did you did you go through this, the, tr the schools there? Yeah, music? I went to the conservatoire for like 10 years okay. before is, going to McGill. Is the Saguenay Quartet teach there? Yeah, okay. I studied with the second violin for okay. like five years, I think. Very cool. Yeah. Small world. <laughs> yeah. So you still play with that ensemble? You yeah. play with the orchestra there I now? I play with the orchestra, yeah. Uh, but you, you live in Montreal? Like, I live in Montreal. Because you commute. Mm. 
cool. Yeah. We have like maybe five concerts a year, a bit like uh, the orchestra here. So. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Talia? Um, you just I, moved to Ottawa, so. I just moved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, last week, actually, I did the audition for OSO. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, You're in? I, I'm in. Congratulations. So I'm doing Woo. that. And uh, <laughs> the, the orchestra from the school. And mm-hmm. um, I do mostly like festivals in the summer mm-hmm. for orchestras. But what, what have you done? Um, I, I've been doing uh, the Orchestra of the Americas for the past two mm-hmm. years. And uh, NYO. Mm-hmm. And National Youth Orchestra. So this is this is pretty standard too for our listeners that, that when we're we're studying in school, we often don't take breaks in the summer. The semester doesn't end. We we audition and try to get into summer festivals in places like the MYO or also in Canada's the NAO or the Orchestra Francophonie. And you have um, in the states like Tanglewood and and Aspen, big name schools or Luzerne Festival in Switzerland or Verbier. If you've done any of those, those are awesome too. It's we don't stop. <laughs> you're constantly expected to be doing a new project, and when you're not in school, so I'm sure Alisa uh, and, and Gabriel, you've done things like that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, MYO, you've yeah. done MYO, have you? No, I haven't. Yeah. I've done Orchestre La Francophonie. Oh, excellent! Yeah. yeah, what a great, great organization. Jean Philippe yeah. has built. It's oh amazing. yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Alexander, um, I uh, what I do during the years. Um, I work uh, in Ontario Philharmonic and. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a few projects there, and uh, and I also work in a community orchestra, helping uh, you know those who love music but aren't you know in the professional sense. Okay. In it, and uh, and through, you know through those means, I, I learn a lot of rep. I guess I keep myself busy with that, and then yeah, I, I also do festivals in the summer. I try to not you know not have a summer. Yeah. I try to not have a free time because. You know, no, when you grind, around. it's it's yeah. nice. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's better. It's, you know, <laughs> it's not boring. Cool. Uh, yeah. And but you're still based in Toronto. Yeah. Officially. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. And Grace in Atlanta. You mentioned already. You played a little bit with ASO. Yeah, I've been fortunate enough to yeah. sub with them a few times. Um, I also play with a number of uh, orchestras that have smaller seasons, like Hilton Head and mm-hmm. Savannah and. Columbus, Georgia. Oh, cool. Um, there are a lot, actually. I mm. was really surprised, and it's really given me great opportunities to learn some great rep. Mm-hmm. Who did you study with at Cleveland? Um, Melissa Kraut. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And in your summers, too, have you done any of these festivals we were talking about? Yeah, I've yeah. done um, Aspen yeah. and <laughs> uh, Chautauqua okay, Music cool. Festival in New York and Excellent. a couple others. Cool. Well, thank you all so very much for taking the time to do this today. I know you're all practicing for your mock edition. <laughs> so um, I hope that goes very well for you, and I hope you enjoy the experience and get lots of positive feedback. How cool is it that Alex Shelley will be there to offer feedback? I mean, it's very rare to get feedback from a conductor. It's even rare to get feedback if you take a pro edition. Mm-hmm. Like it's, mm-hmm. You can ask for comments, but oftentimes they'll say no. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, Congratulations on being selected, and I hope the rest of the season is a lot of fun for you guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank Thank you. This has been a National Arts Centre podcast produced in Ottawa by NAC New Media. Send us your comments and questions. Email us at nacpodcasts at gmail.com. Visit the podcast section of the iTunes store, where you can rate and comment on this podcast. We love to hear from you. Remember, you can find more great NEC podcasts at necpodcast.ca or search on National Arts Centre on iTunes and subscribe for free. 
Until next time, goodbye from Canada's National Arts Centre. Thank you.